This episode of the Golf Gamer Podcast on the Sports Gamer Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100 to get $100 at sportsgamerpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamerpodcast slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. All right, DJs, welcome back. This is the Amex Betting Show. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, and our newest very talented writer, Matt Gannon. Matt, how you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? Happy to be here. Second time I've done done the show with you, and it's been it's been awesome being at SGPN for the last few months. I know I came on end of season last year, but it's been all amazing since then. So happy to do another show with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh yeah, definitely. I, love, I mean, love, you, love. you've been cranking out a ton of content. I've been very happy with the, uh, the work that's come across my desk. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I think uh, we were talking about it before the show. Um, you know, when we had our planning meeting at the beginning of the year, you pitched the narratives idea. And I mean, that thing is, I, I didn't know exactly what you were thinking of with that. But like, as soon as you started pumping that out, that, that thing is great. Like, like, I, like, I mean, I personally am not a big narratives guy, but just editing your column and having to read right. what you're writing like it's actually kind of enlightening now that maybe i gotta start caring about that so like you know what are some of the things that like you like any like buzzwords any like key phrases that like when a guy says something like how do you know what's how do yeah. you like separate like what's important like what's not well yeah like those dive diving into the every single press conference is very time consuming and i try to just keep it on like focus on this event because they talk a lot about the, the season like stupid stuff so i just try to uh focus on like swing thoughts and like how do you think you're gonna play this week so that's kind of my thoughts going through the narrative article but besides that golf is really the only sport where i think that's a real thing with because rather than like football basketball it's a whole team golf if one guy says something like that's what he's thinking so why would i not take that into consideration with my handicapping with my process of betting golf so I feel like if, if one guy is saying something, it's it's one thing if a head coach of a football team says, oh, we're going to do this. You got to control 22 guys. <laughs> one guy is saying this, okay, that's what he's thinking. So I, if Hideki says, my neck hurts, I don't think I'm going to play well. Yeah, he finished 47th. No, no shit. Like his neck hurts. <laughs> I'm not going to bet him. But if, and if Billy Horschel, like he said, my swing, I don't know what I'm doing my swing last week. He missed the cut by 10. So I think this is real. This is, there's a real process to go about the narratives. So so I so listen. I am a hundred percent a narrative guy, and because oh, I, I know you are. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a hundred percent gut. Uh, I, I'm not a hundred percent gut anymore. Steve has brought me over to. I, I definitely, even when I said I was a gut handicap, I still look at stats and things like that, but I factor them a little heavier now. But like the th- the narratives are a hundred percent true, man. Because think about yeah. this: anybody who's listening to this plays golf, right? Nobody gambles on golf who doesn't play golf. Think about you standing over a tee shot or any other shot. And it's all between your fucking ears. And there's no way to know what's going on between these guys is unless they're talking to the media and doing things like that. And uh, the only thing that can backfire is that with Morikawa when he won the fucking British Open. He said he didn't like the way the irons hit the turn. Yeah, that, that was tough. Ugh, that, that one sticks out to me. Like, like uh, God, I, I hate the motherfucker who reported that. Not because he did it, but it's just because it ruined it. I was like, yeah, was that Rappaport? That I think that was, was that Rappaport? I don't know. Probably. I, I, don't know. I mean, you also hit on a good point too. Cause I think I like, like for years, like people would say like, Oh, like, you know, like they would go to the quotes and I'm, I think I'm just conditioned. You just mentioned with football. Cause there's so much bullshit that comes out of coach those, speak. Like, yeah, coach right. speak. Like these yeah. guys just don't really say anything. Like why would they actually tell you what's actually going on with these players? And yeah, I guess with golf, I guess there is kind of, you know, a, a bit of like, you know, I mean, there's some guys who are just, you know, full of shit. Mostly those guys want to live. So, right. uh, but like, I mean, like there's, I don't think there's really a disadvantage of them like actually being truthful and honest, like, right. you know, on the podium actually saying stuff. Cause like if they had exactly. a, you know, yeah, sure. They're playing 160 guys, but you're playing the golf course. Like you're playing yourself. So yeah. If, yeah. if a guy's out there and he doesn't feel good, I feel like he's going to say, yeah, I don't feel good just to get ahead of himself. If we know he's not going to play good, then, oh, I have an excuse. I have a fallback because I didn't play good because I tweaked this because my swing's not right. So sometimes if they have something to say, like, I'm going to take it into consideration. More times than not, it's helped me. So yeah, I, listen, I, I, I agree with it. And it, it, it helps me because 
I, I don't have time. Like I, I, I like I'll listen to PGA radio and shit. But listen, man, you can only listen to so much of that garbage. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'll try to get to the pressers, but then life gets in the way. So a nice article that condenses shit that I wrote right there. Like I'm telling you, like that. Like I told you before we even came on, I was like, I fucking love that article. Like love it, love it, love it, love it. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate. Yeah, it. Well, we're looking forward to what you come out next week or uh, tomorrow with the the annex. So while we transition to the annex, though. Um, so we've been talking, you know, for the last couple of days, how this is, can be a tricky tournament sometimes because you got the multi-course rotation, you have, uh, two courses without any shot link. There's some different things you might want to value each different course. So I guess, um, you know, just from a high level, do you change a little bit, uh, when we come to like an Amex or a Pebble or next week, we're farmers where there is a multi-course format, do you change your handicapping style at all or, you kind of uh, just uh, you know go with the you know same plan you always not do. Not too much, yeah. With these types of courses, it's more about if you're more accurate than than not, that's a good thing. And if you could hit wedges and you're not scared to get low, try not to get too crazy with all the all the all the bullshit. Just if you've had success at Amex, if you've had success at Pebble, I think that translates. your because you're playing at pro am with other golfers who are probably going to frustrate you the guys who are so on top of their stuff like if bryson was in this event he would never be able to handle it but someone like patrick Cantlay, <laughs> no. we, see, we see how he has so much success at this event because patrick Cantlay does his own thing 24 7 he doesn't look at anyone else and you see he's, he's finished ninth second nine so he's like just that. checking off his list for the next person that he's going to put a skin suit on that's what Patrick exactly. is doing. That is exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he's going to bury him in that canyon bunker <laughs> next to uh, 16 there. You know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of bodies down there. So, all right. Well, uh, all right. So why don't we take a quick break then? And then uh, we'll jump right into outrights and uh, everything else on the betting card. All right. Well, listen. So uh, look, WinBet is offering or is the official online sports book of the Sports Game Podcast Network. WinBet is the active in a bunch of states which i already went through and there's tons of ways to win including live betting in same game parlays in the nfl playoffs i hear great promos odds and payouts are happening right now we bet ready to play sign up today let's get a special offer bet 100 to get 100 it is limited to state availability and of course if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week you get a thousand dollar free credit golf fans go do that what are we doing here like we, we know about long shot parlays. Uh, there's there's so much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamepodcast.com slash winbet so they know where we sent you. That's sportsgamepodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 and older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or anyone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. Let's get right to outrights for... Wait, uh, let me clarify that. I don't know. I, so uh, just in case, uh, I don't know if they mean... The long shot parlay on the NFL or long shot parlay of the week. So I don't know if that. that, that we can sense. probably find that after the show and tweet it out. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, when we get to the Amex, uh, with start right at the top, outrights. Um, Matt, who's on your outright card this week? Who are you betting to, to win this thing? I'm betting the guy I just mentioned, Patrick Cantlay. I bet him last year at nine to one, and we got an 11 this year. This year. And I was. I bet, So this week, I bet. Cantlay, Hoagie, Tom Kim. I cashed out Tom Kim and Tom Hoagie because I was like, I just, I wasn't feeling it. So I went with Cantlay and a bunch of bombs, and we'll get there when we get there. But okay, what's there not, what's there not to like about Patrick Cantlay? All the great form. I bet him at nine to one last year. Finished ninth. He had like a thirty-six hole lead or something like that. He was doing really good early. Kind of faded yeah. when he got to the easier golf course. I think it was the Nicholas course. He just didn't. He got shot like a seventy-one or seventy something stupid like that, yeah. and he went lights out everywhere else. So I'm just running it back with PC. I was gonna go to uh scotty but i'm not all the way there with the scotty putter yet but i think it's coming around and i think we're due for another scotty heater but i'm just gonna throw out cantley at the top 11 to 1. i i I love that and so like i was toying with that and just it's just i don't know like i i I didn't want to take anybody under 20 to 1 this week but cantley is all over my card and it's for the reasons that you said like he is is a killer here he shot a 61 was it sunday last year Right, it might that might, have been, it it might have been two years ago to give us the Siwoo scare. Was it because maybe that maybe that's it what was it. we, we were because uh, Cantley nailed like a big. That's, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, it's a tie Siwoo, and we were we got really pissed. Yeah, but then Siwoo happy. nailed the birdie, happy. and then we yeah, yeah, our happy yeah, ending. Then we celebrated. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. look, like I mean, a bet on Patrick Cantley. It seems like he should have won this event three times already. Um, yeah, three straight he, top tens. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. seems like a, a great fifth of his golfers, obviously. Great success here, you know. Plotter Golf Course. I mean, 
a lot of similar success at like uh, Travelers and Harbor Town, like a lot of similar type setups. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's good. So, all right. So, so you got Cantlay, and then uh, so you got some bombs though. So, what bombs you got? Yeah, I went Cantlay, then straight to triple digits. I okay. will because. <laughs> Basically, I there's some guys in the middle that I like, and I'm sure you guys are on, but I couldn't fit them all in my outright card. I wish I could bet everyone, but I can't. Um, I bet a fair amount of guys in triple digits, and I will list them off. I think there's like seven or eight of them, and then you could touch Love on it. them later. Let's go. I bet Denny McCarthy at 101. I bet Will Gordon 120. Oh, that's a great number for Denny. That's a really good number. Yeah. I bet 365. Go check Dude, that's out. a fucking gr- I live in you live in Florida now too. Good luck, buddy. Oh yeah, I got proxies all over. <laughs> uh, Chris Kirk, one thirty to one off that great success last week, and he has a good finish here. David Lipsky, one thirty to one. Will Gordon, one forty to one. Then I got three more mega bombs. Sam Ryder, two fifty to one. He's a guy that pops when he wants to pop. Like literally two fifty to one. Don't care. Um, Callum Terran, two fifty to one. He finished like third his last start at the RSM. Hasn't played since then. And then Russell Knox. Fourth in my model, 301. Does suck at golf, though. He will not finish anywhere in the top 10, but I just bet him at 301. Listen, as a, as a Russell Knox apologist, uh, like, I, it, it, like, yeah, I get it. Like, he always looks good. He got the laser guy surgery. I thought he figured it out at TPC. Yeah. Uh, Sawgrass, he, he has not. Yeah, but, you, you've, uh, you've cost me some money on Knox ever since you gave me that tip. I know. Sorry, buddy. Because yeah, I saw <laughs> one good putting week. I'm like, oh, maybe my co-host is right. No, he's not right. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam Ryder's, uh, but Sam Ryder's played here a bunch. Uh, he's, he like middles, but you're right. He pops when he, when he wants to pop. But did he miss the cut here? I don't think he's missed the cut. Yeah, Sam might be a tough top. guy. To, he's a tough guy to predict. Top either. forty. Yeah. yeah, he's. I I don't like betting on Sam Ryder, but you're giving me a two hundred, uh, two fifty to one. Like I'll throw a bullet at that, especially at, at Amex when <laughs> we get triple digit winners all the time not really too much that goes into it yeah i mean like his iron numbers been looking pretty good he's his proximity numbers from under 175 look really good too and he's got a good history here so yeah i don't mind that long shot bomb i like the Terran pick too mm-hmm. uh i'm pretty high on him i'm higher than my co-host i think you're still kind of you know, skeptical of him but uh yeah you just mentioned you I know am. third at rsm maybe you can just keep it rolling this week so i like it i like those picks uh all right capper who you got all right, so I have four laid and two that I'm going to lay as soon as we're done with this because uh, he just confirmed a bomb that BK convinced me on. On the last Who's one, that? that's Lipsky. That's going to – Lipsky. <laughs> Lipsky. BK convinced me on Lipsky. Um, I'll do that. I'm definitely going to end up doing a top 20 on him too because I get I looked, I got him a 5-1 to one when I smoked a cigarette before this one. I was like, I get him 5-1 to one top 20. Uh, so I'm going to add that. Uh, but the ones I bet were, once again, living in Florida – I scroll until I can finally get the odds at some point Monday afternoon if I'm lucky. So I took Young, 21 and a half, which is basically 22. He's he, listen. He's long off the tee. He's going to win at some point. Like this is a kid that I'm just going to bat and bat and bat and yeah. bat until until I cash him. And uh, like I might have to take. Hopefully he wins quickly, or I'm going to have to take like the press method, which is uh, going to make my bankroll uh, very stressed at some point. Um, but then Tom Kim, little flop lag. I mean, it should work out for him. This is a course that's built for him. He lost fucking like four strokes putting over two, um, over two rounds. He's, I get him at twenty five, dude. He was ten to one like last it. week. Yeah, he, he was ten to one. Like, I'll take that. And then, listen, if this is a fucking putting contest, as Ron called it, Montgomery, fucking forty to one. Like the kid was a stud on the fall swing. He looked okay uh in hawaii like fine like 40 to 1 if this is a putting contest i'm taking it and i know his approach numbers blow but from the proximity that we're looking at 150 and in he's he's okay he's like top 25 yeah, he's, he's um good. in this field yeah and then and then everybody everybody's already on him uh it was davis cam davis 43 to 1 everybody listen if you haven't known yet like listen he fits the course good it should be what it should work out well for him but I mean, I don't know. Forty. I got forty-three. I know it was fifties and sixties out there earlier, but Cam Davis should do really well at this course. Um, and then I'm debating between Dietrich, Tommy Dietz, <laughs> which I know is just the, the dude who never even wins on the Euro Tour. Thank you. They, all okay. right. See, all right. So no, no Dietrich. I got. I got to give him up. Like for life. yeah, but you know when uh, he's like top five going into Sunday, you are gonna blow up my phone and bitch me out. And I don't know if I really want that. So maybe you just bet him. Maybe, but the other guy I was thinking about was Griffin. Okay. 
Long I like shot. Griffin. I, I like Griffin. Long shot. Like, dude, he's in yeah. really good fucking form. Like, he's okay. pretty steady across the board at everything. Like, I mean, I can't get him Griffin triple again. digits. Why? Oh, did you have him last week? No, remember we had him on, on the last show with right. you guys. Right. I had him That's right. Bermuda. Jesus Christ. That's right. <laughs> and, and that was a tough scene to watch. That was. Like, forget how to play golf on the back nine. I, I, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, he's 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 good from one fifty and in. Like, really, he's a he's good numbers are good. He's, he's good he might, I, mean, I think he's just good. I think I, just like, good. and I, I mentioned it last night. Like, there's starting to be like kind of this group of the Corn Ferry graduates that I'm starting to kind of trust. Like, I've had a lot of positionals on them in the fall and going into like last week too. I mean, Griffin was one of them. I had a top forty on him and it worked out great. And uh, I mean, it's I I think those types of guys are. Um, I'm starting to trust them. I, th- I think I've seen enough from them where, like, I can, you know, I I, I think they're good. Now, whether yeah. they're going to win this early, who knows? But I, I I like what I see. You know, Capper, you made a lot of good points on Griffin. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do Griffin. I'm gonna I'm gonna make him top twenty two. Okay, I'm pretty sure I can get him five to one. I'll double check that before. Okay, but, all right. So that'll be unless you, unless you get somebody else, I can add because I haven't I haven't added Griffin or Lipsky yet. Unless you got unless you want to tickle my fancy with somebody else, basically. Okay, I mean, I, I don't have Lipsky on my card, uh, but I, I get the argument for him. I don't mind it. Uh, we have a lot of overlap on our over on our outrights. Like, look, look, like I understand that this has been an event that breeds a lot of long shots. First of all, I just have, don't have a good track record of nailing it a long shot pre tournament like over 101. I just don't. So I'm not going to start now and change my process, and I'm just going to ride with. The narrative that guys just basically under 75 to one just have been winning at a huge hit, huge clip over and over and over. I'm just going to keep betting that. So yeah, I'm nervous is, about so, that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, if it doesn't work it, out, it, I, I'm willing to be okay with it. I'm just going to stick with that process. And, you know, like kind of like last week, like I didn't have Buckley as an outright, but I had him positional. You know, I was kind of a little bit all over it. I'm confident with how I can do that to, you know, even if one of those guys hits. Where they're kind of in the mix, I always have a share. So here's my outright card. Um, I mentioned last night I have a head injury because I keep going back to this guy. I think after he missed the cut brutally last Friday, uh, I was just I said I was just going to bet Song Jay no matter what. Um, listen, he it's, was hor- it's, it's, he, it's intervention time next week. Dude. Okay, he it might be it might be uh, he was horrible. Uh, I think I can ex- I I can't explain what happened off the tee. That was really bad. I can't explain the bad approach shot numbers because I said last week because they grew up the rough, like it, like you were going to be in really bad spots if you missed a fairway, and it just made it really difficult to have a good like recovery approach shot. Anyways, it was just compounding the problem. So I'm not surprised he lost a lot of strokes to the approach play. I'm not really too concerned. The fact he can go to this golf course, he has really good track record here, really good track record, and a lot of overseas golf courses too. A lot of like these peak die tracks as well. He's been pretty good at. Um, I think I just was I just got stubborn last week. So I'm gonna bet him no matter what. Now I wish I thought I was gonna get three in front of his number, right? In front of him this week, and it was 25. I settled with that. Uh there is precedence for him to have a really bad ball striking week the week before a win. That came with the Sanderson a couple of years ago. He lost he was okay off the tee, but he really disappointed with his irons. Came back the following week and won Shriners. Maybe that can happen again. Uh so 25 to 1 on Sung Jay. And you're right. If he misses the cut or he's plus five, you know, after like, plus. you know, 12 holes on Thursday, yeah. you can say you're right. And I can come on here and apologize. Yeah. And it's inter- uh, it'll be intervention time. And then I won't be on him. And then a win Tory. And then I'll That's really be mad. and just quit the podcast and delete everything. Um, I'm also on cam young, 28 to one. Um, you know, like I think you mentioned last night, he's probably going to win at some point. Why can't it be here? Uh, I, you know, he's had a lot of good success at some courses, uh, with a lot of shorter approach shots like Harbor town. I mean, you put the driver away there and he was still able to get a T3 finish St. Andrews, a lot of shorter approach shots there too. Um, and just with a multi putting is what worries me. It is, but he can pile on birdies a lot. And, you know, he, like he does have pretty good scoring rates with those, you know, good proximity numbers from under 150. Um, I just think, you know, he's going to win at some point. Uh, I like the fact that he's very adaptable to different types of golf courses. He's had success at like Riviera and Harbor Town and major venues and Detroit Golf Club, like a lot of different types of tracks. And I think that yeah. is important for a pro am, you know, like multi course format where you're going from course to course to course. 
Um, so I got I found a 28 on him, um, yeah, but I, I like him anyways, even the 21. Uh, and then I dipped I down the think, card a little yeah. bit. Uh, uh, Matt, what are you saying, Matt? I was saying for to back you up on Cam Young. I don't even. You said he if he can club down like he did at Harbortown. I think he could just rip driver and use that to his advantage because he's a great driver of the golf ball. And not like Harbortown where he's like there's forced layups. He can he can bomb it here. There's yeah, not many well, I, I think yeah, he so, can have like little wedges in a lot. So so at Nicholas tournament, that's go time. That is driver yeah. all day long. That's like a a straighter, more out in front of you version of the stadium right. course. Stadium course still has kind of these forced layups, but even so, yeah. like. I've seen him do it by taking the driver out of his hand. You can definitely, oh, yeah, hit, definitely, driver. Can do yeah. It. You definitely, definitely hit driver at Nicholas. And then La Quinta, he's just going to hit it over. He might have like 50 yards into every green there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a joke. And I, meant, yeah. I, I, I I don't understand why they keep going there. But whatever. Like that could be a great fit for him. Um, so, you know, Cameo 20 to 1. And then I dipped down to 50 to 1 for Tom Hoagie. Matt, you wrote him up in your DFS column. Uh, I could not agree more with everything you said. Just – the fact that he's such a good iron player, especially from shorter range, like that is going to translate at all three golf courses this this week. He already has won a Pro-Am, so I know he can handle that weird format too and be patient in order to do it. Um, and just, you know, the fact that he's, you know, with his irons, he hasn't lost on approach going back all the way to the Scottish crazy. Open. Yeah, it's nuts. He had like a two-week period at like U.S. Open Travelers where, you know, things went off the rails. But like, he, he's like... He's, he's, you know, I, I was listening to a podcast he's, and they were saying he's a late bloomer. And I mean, that's kind of what he's been doing. Like, he's been great. So, Hoagie 50 to one, thought that was a good price considering what he's been doing last fall and here. I'm also on the Cam Davis train, uh, you know, 55 to one. The numbers look really good for him. The only concern oh, no. I have is, um, so I, I track anytime like guys win five of the league going into Sunday. He, over the last two years, only been four times. I know. You told me that last night. And yeah. you know what's funny? I remember that after I placed it this morning. Yeah, oh. like I mean, it's oh, um, yeah, I mean, he's got, I mean, he's got a win out of it, but it's Rocket Mortgage. It's um, I think actually Amex was one of those times, uh, and then it was like two other events, maybe a Sony Open, something else where, or last fall at the CJ Cup, that was it. So I mean, a little concerned that the guy has a lot of really good stats, but is never really in the mix. There's a lot of empty calories, but I mean, he kind of fits a lot of the profile of a place of you know skills as a value this week for this you know this tournament. Uh, especially the stadium course, it seems like driving distance and good, you know, around the green game, it tends to have a high correlation of success there. Uh, so I like him. And then I found a really good, good price on JT Post in 90 to one. I think that's more like 61 now. I just, uh, listen, I, I never feel great betting JT Poston because I've just never been a no, JT Poston guy. JT, but you hate JT. Yeah, but I, I, I can't deny now that like the iron game going back to like last summer has been really good. Um, and he's got, you know, a third at Harbor town. He's got a top 10 here, uh, previously. Uh, he's got a good couple finishes at Phoenix as well. Another overseeded golf course. So I know like agronomy wise, I think he's pretty good on this track. Uh, you know, you know, I think, you know, he's had like three straight 21st place finishes. He hasn't yeah. really gotten the putter going, which has been strange, but, um, he's gaining about 0.8 strokes on overseeded greens in his career. So maybe he can get that going and, uh, oh, nice. you know, actually get like, you know, like in the mix and for a win. So that's, that's my outright card. Uh, I got a couple guys that I think, um, you know, I would have, uh, you know, otherwise considered for a long shots in my top forties. Uh, I'll talk about that a little later. So I forgot. I actually bet Casey again. I got him at 60. He's been hitting his irons yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, he's been hitting his irons yeah. good. It's fucking, I know, I know it's not, it's, it's TPC Lee, man. Like, I'm going to bet him. Like, uh, I bet it's him last not week. TPC, but okay. But, but it, it basically is. It basically is. And I know, Very you, I know you broke it down last night. I watered it down. I get it. But if I bet him last week and he wins this week and I don't bet him this week, I am going to be very fucking upset. So I bet him this week for my own mental health. If I lose again, I don't give a shit. I lose. All right, it's not betting. It's worth it. <laughs> All right. So it's, 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 it's a FOMO bet. It's now. worth it. Yes, yeah, the FOMO bet. Okay. It's the FOMO bet. Um, All right. All right. Any, any other comments before we move on to matchups? No. Nah. Okay. All right. Why don't we go to head-to-head uh, -head matchups? So, Matt, why don't we swing it back over to you? Uh, we'll just do like a round table. We'll do one, and then we'll just go around and then uh, right back. So, Matt, why are you throwing your first matchup that you like this week? Yeah, I'm going to go right back to my guy, PC, against plus 140 against John Rahm. And I'm betting that because of the number and because I think – Patrick Cantlay's range of outcomes at this course uh, this week is much shorter than John Rahm's. We know, I know John Rahm is on a different level right there right now. And I think he's going to have a great season, 
but I think his range of outcomes this week is a bit more wide than Patrick Cantlay's. I think John Rahm is going to finish top three this week or fizzle around like the 35 to 40 range, while I think Cantlay is solidified in that 5 to 15 range. So at plus 140, I'll take that like anytime. Yeah, so I love that. I'm a coward. I was going to take that, but I decided to take Cantlay over Scotty at fucking even money. Uh, just say the same thing. All the reasons you love Patrick Cantlay, I love Patrick Cantlay. Uh, and I am, I don't know, man. I like, like you talked about Scotty's putter. I don't believe in Scotty's putter yet. I just don't. And I know, yeah, I know his, so his finishes haven't been terrible, but like, I just don't, I just don't believe it yet. Like, so give me the guy who is consistently done well at this tournament. And yeah, that's, that's what I want. So I took him over even money, but I, I stared at that, at that Rom one, but I, I'm just, I was a little too scared of John Rom. I mean, that's like your boy too. Like, I, that is also actually. my boy. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Best boys. Yeah, and we're <laughs> on the on the eve of his return to Tory Pines as well. Like, oh, yeah. he's yeah. got to be feeling oh, real God. good about his get, you know, about himself right now. That. So that'd that be that. It's a little <laughs> scary. All right. So I, I also have Taylor Montgomery. Well, actually, I do my little spiel. I suck at betting matchups. When I actually lay physical cash on it, things go really wrong for me. So. You're all hypothetical. What was uh, last, last week? Uh, one and two. Last not a good performance. So okay. we are okay. we are betting. So now you're 500. Though. We're betting you're 500, 500 for the year. Yes, we are. So uh, we're losing <laughs> the juice, though. Losing the juice. All right. So first hypothetical matchup that caught my eye that probably is going to blow my face. Uh, Taylor Montgomery. I'm going to save the reason why I like him for Lair because he's on my card again. But uh, I got plus 100 over Aaron Wise. And listen, you guys been listening to the show for two plus years now. You know I'm an agronomy guy. Uh, I pulled up uh, all of Aaron Wise's uh, performances on overseeded golf courses. They, they include Arbortown, Annisbrook, uh, you know, Sawgrass, Phoenix. Uh, so he has only two t- uh, top, t- uh, one top twenty finish, one top thirty finish, it, and like ten missed cuts in like eighteen events. And right. just for whatever reason, you get him on the surface, either putting or approach play or whatever. It has not really worked mm-hmm. out for him. Um, so I'm just going to fade that. Uh, so Taylor Montgomery, who I think is actually probably going to finish inside the top 20 this week. I'll get to my reasons why later over Aaron wise. So I'm going to jump you real quick, Matt. So I fucking, I'm also on Montgomery overwise and I'm on Davis overwise for those same fucking reasons. Like he, he stinks. He stinks at this course. I don't care. Like it, it stinks, Jerry. It stinks. Like it's, it's, yeah, and one's even money, and the other one's I got minus 105. Like, whatever, I don't care. Okay. And he uses that cheater fucking putter, which I cannot root for. Like, that's it. Oh, dude, I'm so happy. I guess I'm, you're at 500, so I'm still happy. I'm so, what? So, so, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's time out because you always reference cheater putter. Um, do you give Keegan Bradley a pass for all the years he used a cheater putter, too? <laughs> he didn't putt good with it. He actually did. Oh, he did, but then they took it away and he had to, he had to change it. But now these guys can hold it. A, a fucking millimeter away from their chest that is perfectly fucking fine. Okay. I just, uh, you know, so listen, when His, I hear a, when I hear a double slander from me, I'm going to call it out, buddy. That's fine. It, 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 Aaron Wises is like literally six feet tall. It's literally almost as tall as he is, and he just barely hangs over it, and it's a millimeter away from his chest. See, right, we, just won, see we just won with it. So. Exactly. I know. Boy. I know. Listen, I know that. I thought, I thought that's actually where Steve was going to attack me from. Uh, so it caught me off guard when he said that. No, I, I I go a little uh, more hard at you. You know, I, I go right for the Keegan with you. I, I know that. I know that hurts your feelings. That's right. All right, Matt. Why don't you go with your second matchup then? All right, second matchup. I'm go- if there's ever if there was ever Andrew Putnam week, it is this week. Which I don't know if you can even say that off of a fourth place finish at the Sony. And if you look at his MS MX history, it's pretty legit. 14th, 21st, 10th, 34th, 17th, his last five trips. So just simple combination. Course history, recent form, and that's against Sahith Tigala, minus 115. I don't love it, but Sahith Tigala is a guy who's going to finish top seven or miss the cut and not really anything in between. He's a high ceiling, low floor guy. So I like Putnam. If there's any consistency with Putnam, which I really don't think there is, but I'm just kind of trying to buy that hot, that hot, Last week, plus this recent form, it's not like there's any course Andrew Putnam has great form on. So if there's one, it's here. So I'm going to throw plus, it out. Plus he's sober. 
Yeah. Oh, plus he's so well. Th- wait, Thigala look, is so look at the confidence. Look at the confidence <laughs> of now that bet. Oh, shit. I forgot about Yeah. How much so did I put on this? <laughs> oh, my God. I, uh, I mean, I, I, probably payrolls this Friday, right? For you? You probably just cash that check and, you know. Yeah. Put it right in. Do that. Go. Right on. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go with my second matchup then. Um, again, you know, Ben Griffin is on my card. I'll save the reasons for later, but he's up in a matchup this week. Um, at plus 100 over Steven Yeager. And I just got done saying how bad Aaron Wise is on overseeing golf courses. Well, Steven Yeager's is actually worse. Uh, so his career, he has a T29, a T62, and T49 on overseeing golf courses. The other are the only times in 13 starts he's actually made the cut. 10 missed cuts are there. And his best finish was the Zurich, where he probably had a teammate carrying his deadbeat ass <laughs> all, tur- all tournament. So get him on this type of uh, grass type again. I love that angle. Um, you know, you love a bang- you love a grass type angle. So oh, I don't know. So yeah. weird. Weird. That that's so shocking. Weird. Shocking. Um, but listen, like I, I, I speak very highly of Ben Griffin. I'll get to the reasons why later. But Ben Griffin paired up in Stevie Yeager, uh, who's been really bad on this golf course and this track. So, all right, uh, Capper. Well, how about your third matchup? So my third matchup, uh, I'm just targeting Wise again, and it's Davis over Wise. Oh, you already said that. Okay. All right. Then, uh, that's then, that's then that's Matt, what's your Matt? What's your? Uh, do you got a third matchup? Uh, yeah, I will throw out Tony. Oh, Fino. sorry. Time out. I got Mont- Go I got Montgomery over Burns as well. Montgomery okay. over Burns. All right. I yeah, will Montgomery throw over out Burns. Tony Finau over my favorite golfer, Wills Altours. Okay. okay. Um, Finau rated out like 1.25 times better than anyone in this field for me. And the last time anyone rated out that high for me was Rom at the TOC, not saying Finau is going to win, but we know how well he's done here. And Zalatoris has a great uh, start here last year, coming off of a great start at the uh, TOC. But I still am not buying Zalatoris in a minus 20, 22 event. Like I know he got the minus 20 and I'm so happy because I want to see him win every single event. He's literally my favorite golfer, but I'm not going to buy it yet. I think when putting becomes a key factor, I mean, rolling a ton of birdie putts, I don't think Zalatoris is that guy. And Finau is proven to be on a different level this past spring and summer. I think that rolls into Amrex, a place where he's had great success. So I'm going to lay, lay, lay a little bit of juice and I'll roll with Finau for my third matchup. Yeah, and I, I don't – I, I you still don't really don't know where Zalatoris is with this game right now. I mean, he had two really bad rounds and then two pretty good rounds over the weekend. So is that a sign that you shake off the rust or – this thing's kind of yeah. up and down with him. So, yeah, I mean, like, he's Finau, still using a shorter driver, which, yeah, actually was for, from the narrative thing. He right. using a, he's using a shorter driver to basically loosen the pressure on his back. But when he's doing that, he has less time to get a, a, behind the ball, which is, which is because of his, it was right, right miss. He needs more time to get to, to cover the ball or whatever. And he kind of got away with it at Kapalua because you can do it, drive it wherever there. Not as want. not as much here. So that's another angle yeah. that I can get you can go with for that. And, and don't forget what what Paulie said after Big Pussy came back from his uh from from stop from, stop stop trying to make that joke happen. You have dude, it's it's true. Lot. Nobody knows. Okay, shit about Nobody knows shit about You are referencing a very obscure line from a TV <laughs> show that was on twenty five years ago. Yeah, it's the best show ever on TV. It's like, do you understand? Like, forty percent of our audience probably has like doesn't well, even remember or know well, what, like who well, that guy bone is. up, bone up, kids. Go watch the fucking Sopranos, the best TV show of all goddamn time. Paulie Walnuts, top five character television of all time. And when Big Pussy, spoiler alert, too bad you didn't watch it yet, gets clipped. It's one right. of the most shocking events in fucking television. Right now, and, now they don't have to watch. No, first of all, that was like the second season. That was even before it took off. All right, nobody. Well, nobody no shit about back, Steve. Nobody knows shit about. All right, back. all right. Well, when you watch it, make sure your cable connection is, uh, you know, pretty secure when you uh, watch the series finale. So, all right. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's, that's Thank a you. good one. Thank that's you. Well I got, I got, I got yelled at for that. Well done. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> all right. Did you, uh, did you see? Did you see David Chase actually let it slip? He was doing a podcast in England, and he talked. I won't. I won't say anything other than he talked about the final scene, and he let it slip of what he meant it to be. Okay. I'll have to go catch uh, exactly what I, I I think I know what it is, but we'll talk offline. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, why don't we go to positional props? Uh, let's who doesn't know who the Sopranos is? That's ridiculous, Steve. Absolutely. Gen Gen Zers, maybe. 
BK fucking gets in arguments with me about the Sopranos all the time. He's Gen Z, right? I guess. He's in his 20s. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go to uh, positional props. Uh, Matt, so you, you usually, like, I, I think on your last show, you said you love backing up your outrights with top fives. Do you have doing that again this week? Uh, that's what I do week in, Every week out. It's the only, only way I bet golf. I don't bet anything besides outrights and top fives, but for the for the sake of the show, I will give a, a top 20, and I'll, I'll go with Tom Kim, uh, or top 10, like plus 180, I believe. If yep. Like you mentioned it before, all great points, and I was going to say then, but I never got to it. If Tom Kim never even played Sony, and he was 25 to 1 this week, he would be the most bet golfer of all time. <laughs> like literally the most bet golfer at, based on the similar type of course, that number 25 to one, because he was like, what, 11 to one last week and yeah, everyone was still betting yeah. him. Yeah. So just people, guys miss cuts. It happens. It's golf. He can easily come back and have a great week. This, and I bet him, I bet him 25 to one, but I cashed it out because I wasn't feeling the vibes. And I think he's going to have a great, great week. Now he'll probably win because I cashed it out. But <laughs> I think Tom came is due. For My bankroll would thank you, sir. Yeah, so if he, I hope he does for you guys, but I'm gonna go with uh, Tom Kim uh, top ten. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just, like I'll just jump in right now. I mean, I found a top twenty plus one twenty five on him. I just, you know, oh listen, my again, god, plus money on that. Like, listen, like did not work out for me last week doing like the minus one twenty top twenty on Tom Kim. But I, I talked about this last night in the show. There are in his history a lot of just out of nowhere disastrous putting rounds, like at the PGA, at the BMW, then last week and. Also in that mix, though, it seems like he's been able to find his putter relatively quickly. Just it's going to be up and down with him. I'm going to bet on the fact that he's going to be up this week. And T to green, though, I think he's a great fit for this place. You know, the fact that he's not going to get a whole lot of trouble off the tee. It's a shorter golf course. I don't really worry about his lack of length off the tee. Really good with the shorter approach shots, too. I think I, I think it's going to be fine. So um, I'm willing to be a little more conservative. Just get still getting plus money at top 20. Let's do that. That's fucking great. That's okay. All right. Um, so I have I have one more top twenty. I, this was a guy I talked about the matchups that I wanted to say the Nuggets for. Uh, I, listen, I I I wave the white flag too. Um, Taylor Montgomery top twenty plus two hundred. Yeah. Um, I it's going to come to an end. What he is doing is not sustainable. You say but, that, but what if he is just a fucking great? Well, player here's the thing. And it's sustainable. I, the types of courses he's been playing can lend itself to this type of golf. Now, if is he going to do this at Torrey Pines? Probably not. No. Is he going to do Riviera? Probably not. Bay Hill? Probably not. But I don't see that ending. I can see him doing it at Riviera. Uh, you guys, I don't know about that. But uh, I don't the, think it's going to happen. The greens aren't that hot at Riviera. The greens are not that hard at Riviera? Yeah. Not that Wait, which one? Uh, I flipped them. Torrey. That's that. Okay, okay Torrey. Yeah, I flipped them. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, what was I going to say? A anyways, this week I don't see this golf course giving him a whole lot of trouble, especially on the greens. Like, especially at La Quinta, like he might shoot like sixty, legitimately there. So, um, you know, top twenty at him, two to one. Um, we're just going to keep it rolling. So, Love it. All right, Capper, what about you? So, I'm debating on doing this. I haven't laid it yet because okay. Cantlay is so fuck. Oh no, consistent. I know. I haven't laid it yet. We just went through yet. that you are going to electrocute me if I ever laid juice on a position. No, it's not juice. It, it, here's, it, this is the <laughs> small fine print. Fucking even money. Can't lay top 10. That's, that's legit hitting. <sighs> it's it's like, just, just a winning golf ball. I, I just want to fucking play it. Like It's even money of a guy who's so consistent here. You, you want to yell at can't lay over the weekend, don't you? Maybe I think I, I think that's what your little DJ oh, is that, is really that no, that's, 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 that's <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. All right. So when that so, so when I he finishes I'll just, well. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Listen. Either way, fuck it. I don't just know. Bet it. Final just bet it. I'm, I gotta think. I'm, I gotta. Th I gotta think about it. I'm, I'm making fun of you. Bet it. Anytime yeah. I've gotten this sarcastic and cheeky about a bet, and then it hits. Sure. You never let me hear the end of it. Just bet it. Have fun. Go nuts. Um, now I feel like you're doing that, and now it kind of counterbalances the Listen, universe, listen so it's know. Patrick Cantley at Amex. Like, it's even money for a top 10. Just bet it. Yeah, I just – yep. yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know. That's fair. I got you. And so I'm with you on Montgomery. Uh, I didn't get a good number to you. I got uh, plus 180. I already bet that. Um, Same thing, basically. Yeah, basically. And then I took Griffin. 
four to one, top twenty. Davis plus two thirty, top twenty. Mm. Which I thought was a silly number, just based on what is outright in top ten. Where I thought that number was wrong, so I bet that. And then I'm doing it, man. We talked about it last night. I'm going fucking Ricky, fucking three to one, You're top fucking twenty. Let's go. I'm doing it. I'm doing. I ca- it. I cannot wait it. for Thursday. I can't when Ricky is like four over through fifteen. Yeah, man. Listen, it's, where's he? Uh, it's, where's he? Where's he starting? By the way, is he started state? No, no, he started Lakenta. But and that's the easy course. Then yeah. fine, he's gonna be yeah. like he, he's but, somewhere else. He's somewhere else on the card later. Well, you know, you know, you know what's gonna happen then at Lakenta. He's gonna be two under when the field is like five under average. You're gonna be. I know. You're I, I took uh, I took I took Jeff's brother. I don't, you guys know Jeff McGinnis. I took his yeah, brother. Yeah. Plus, he took. I gave him plus one fifty on will Ricky win this year. He he, he took yes plus one fifty. So I booked I him for a thousand. I, I commented on it on Twitter. I asked I asked that I asked Jeff if his brother won any more action. Did he say yes or no? <laughs> he hasn't answered me yet. I, I, I think he, I no. think he's like I think he put a lot on it. Did he? So, I mean, he got a Justin. Justin, on this pod, man. Just a good dude, man. Yeah, just a great guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So I'll be the boring guy with the top forties. Uh. I guess so I kind boring. of wind up the show. Oh, we got to do one and done too. So it's like, yeah. love, love, oh, love I didn't yeah. listen. I'm, not, I'm just gonna lie to the people because I haven't even thought about one. And done okay. Yet. All right. So, so my top forties. Um. I mean, look, like the guy is. I mean, if you want to talk about a good narrative and a good quote, uh, Adam Hadwin just saying. Effusing praise for overseeded golf courses, how much he hates Bermuda. But anytime they oversee with the poetry of Yaz, it's just like he's playing back at home. Uh, great career on overseeded golf courses, great career here. I got a top 40 on him, a plus 125. I think the fact that I get plus money on a guy who's had so much success, not just on this turf, but this golf course has been on record of loving desert golf for, for exactly that reason. Uh, I'll take that plus money there. Um, so Wyndham Clark hasn't played. Uh, the first two events, uh, Windy C as as Brian K. Yep, but uh, he had a good fall. You know, he's he not on Twitter. He has no. I have no idea. idea what we're talking. No about. idea. Jo- Joey don't asked what my burner account is, and I tried to get. Yeah, that. I heard that. I know, <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, I'm his burner account. Yes. If anything are. needs, if anything needs to be uh, relayed to Steve, I am his burner account. Yeah, and if I want to communicate to the world, I'll tell you too. I don't do that though. I think you do. So anyways, so Wyndham Clark, uh, you know, he ended the fall pretty good. Um, you know, starting his irons pretty good. He was hit uh, off the tee was a monster as well. He was gaining about a stroke per round off the tee his last 12 rounds. Um, you know, big hitter. You know, the short approach shots proximities are, isn't all that good, but I think the fact that he was starting to figure things out with his irons for the end of the year, maybe that'll carry on uh, this year. Decent history here as well. Two top 20s uh, in four starts at the Amex. So top 40 on him plus 140. I'll take that. Uh, Brennan Steele, you know, he hit the ball pretty good. He only finished T48 last week, but he hit the ball okay. Uh, you know, decent track record here. Um, you know, pretty good track record overall at some of these overseas golf courses. So top 40 on him, plus 160. Uh, and then I just mentioned, you know, the, uh, you know, throughout the show that there's a couple guys now that are Corn Ferry graduates that I'm just starting to trust that I'm finding, still finding really good prices on the top 40s. I'm taking it. So Ben Griffin plus 185. Um, like Capper said, like, you know, he's really good with his short irons, played great last week. I think that's going to continue this week. Uh, Ben Taylor too. I nailed the top 40 and plus 270 last week. Now he's down to two to one, but I still think I'm going to keep riding it. Uh, kind of similar like Ben Griffin, like, you know, hitting his short irons, pretty good, pretty good off the tee. He's got a little bit of pop too. Um, you know, he, I don't think he started the year putting very well, but the part has been kind of heating up. That guy can kind of roll the rock pretty good on par five scoring as well in his young career. So, uh, top four to him, two to one. And then Carl Yuan, really good tee to green, really good numbers with the shorter approach shots. You're going all in on these corners. Um, and then, you know, pretty good par five scoring. So, yeah, just those three guys. Um, his It was top 40 plus 240 for Carl Yuan. I like those three. I mean, like, you know, like, like there's like. Can I, ask, can, I just, can I just ask you a question real quick? Sure. Right. So, so Ekrot, right? Ekrot. Yeah. How, you know, I can't say it right. I know. Yeah. Uh, so, him versus. He sucks at chipping. So the him versus Yuan, like what would what what do you think? What, what him versus who? Head? Yuan, head. your boy Carl Yuan. Yuan. I mean, the guy you just said. I mean, I I like Carl Yuan. Yeah, head to head. Okay. I just I just okay. Okay. I feel like Ekrot's. Uh, <laughs> okay. I can't say it. Right. I don't know. I get it. the uh, but I don't know. He, he's I mean, I mean, he. Play, I mean, Ekrot played pretty good last week. 
Um, played good last week. He's got more rounds under his belt. He was a stud on the Corn Ferry Tour. Like, I don't know. I just, I mean, I mean, you Carl, you want, I mean, Carl, you want led the uh, like Corn Ferry like standings. So yeah, I just want you to get infatuated with new toys. That's all. Okay. All right. Um, so that's my top forties. Um, so I guess why don't we move on to one and done? So Matt, you got one and done pick. Who you got this week? I when you were saying that, I went onto my one and done. I clicked Wyndham Clark on Monday. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use him. Then I was like, all right, I'm gonna use Denny because Denny plays his best golf when no one's really talking about him. Um, I'm not gonna do that because I already used him. So I'm gonna do last week. Who do I? I'm not using Patrick Cantlay. Who did I bet in the hundreds no, that I'm no. like, I like this week? Okay, we'll go with no Chris Kirk because Chris Kirk's gonna have back to back top tens. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Chris Kirk. Okay. All right, Capper. What about you? Uh, I guess I don't have Hoagie anywhere on my CAD, so uh, I'll throw Hoagie in the mix. That way, I got some skin in the game if he actually does show up. Okay. Um. So I, I can't. You're, you're going to be proud of me, Capper. Uh, I'm not picking Sunjay when one done because I picked him last week for a minute. Exactly. I was going to say, you can. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, this strategy worked for me last year. Just spend him while you got him. I'm tempted to just go Cantlay for one and done. Um, right. I mean, look, good. like. What's the purse? I, I just I haven't looked into it. Yeah, game. but like, like he's going to like Harbor Town and Traveler. Oh, the Traveler is elevated this year. So maybe that's not. You know, yeah. Strategy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm leaning. I'm leaning. How all those guys? How all those guys who burnt Spieth last week feel? Telling you, don't fucking don't. Burn well, Spieth. or Tom Kim, or Tom Kim. Um, I might go Hoagie as well. I don't know. We'll see. You can't copy, dude. You I mean, you were just I, bullshit. My, my elbow gonna, is my elbow is yeah, my but elbow gonna, is over my paper. Here's the thing: you, you just throw a Hoagie. You're probably going to forget to put it in your pick this week, so it's not going to matter. So I, I might as well take. I forget to do it. I probably won't play Hoagie, but sure. Okay. All right. Well, you left Xander in your season-long lineup last week. So. I, to, I, didn't, I wasn't dropping anybody. Why don't you just drop Bryson? I'm, I'm going. Okay. Do this week because go. I got fucking like four guys. I got to get out of my fucking. Did lineup. you guys win last week? I I, 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 I lost. No, by, I should have. I I lost by I lost by like less than seven points with a five or six. I lost one by oh. one point to uh to one Kenny Kim. I lost to Andy. Gross. Yeah. Because <laughs> of Jordan be, Speed. Uh, Jordan Speed. Uh, fucking. Jordan Spieth, the, oh, missed the cut. Like if he, if Jordan Spieth played the weekend, I win. Period. That round was insane, but he lost over a stroke in I think every category. It was a horror show. So Jordan, that is just so Jordan. Who'd you beat? Who'd you beat last week? I beat uh, John PJ Tout. I scored the most okay. points. I scored four thirteen last week. That serves John Wright for taking Keegan Bradley from me, who I'll, I will never fucking forgive. I can't believe you took him to pick the pick. He hit. I swear he knew what he was week, doing. So he doesn't. He he had, he had his. Win last week. Yeah. All right. All right, Fuck Matt. You, Matt, thanks for coming on the show. Why don't you uh, give a couple plugs? Where can we fly, find you? Uh, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Anytime you know where to find me, follow me on Twitter if you don't. I'm, I'm sure if you're watching this, you've seen me around on Twitter, SGPN Twitter. Matt underscore Gannon, pretty straightforward. DM me any questions about golf, college basketball, anything. I'm huge in college basketball, so hit me up whenever. Who's yeah. your, uh, you, do, do you have a college basketball team or are you just uh, like a Rob Lowe general a, fan? I, I, the college basketball hat. No, I'm a, uh, I'm a Seton Hall fan, but I okay. am super into like the mid majors. Like it, Steve doesn't follow me on Twitter. I know Capri, you definitely see me post all the, I do the actually tweets like the soup, like Idaho and like Eastern Washington, like the dumbest schools ever. But like, I'm super into all of the, the teams that I get it. It's it's degeneracy on like the umpteenth level, and I yeah, appreciate you it. Know, yeah, you know, you you should. Are, are you on our Discord channel? Yeah. Uh, um, no, are are you in the Are you in the college basketball uh, Discord? Yeah, it's they, not. They, wait, they no, not out. Discord. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, so, I, I so come, oh, yeah, come yeah, our. Get, yeah, get our Discord channel. Oh God. Uh, the college basketball yes. channel is fucking insane for the yeah. like because they are sweating like bathroom cook. Monmouth versus fucking. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. those guys. Arkansas. Oh yeah, I tweet about it all the time and I yeah. get I get so you, frustrated because you would fit, it's tough to watch. You would fit right in. You'll fit right in. Oh, yeah, You'll fit right in. Sure. Yeah, so. yes. The right. only college basketball I typically do unless I get like a super hot tip, but now, I, I mean, what are you, are you doing good? Because yeah, I, I'm I, good. I, I, own, yeah I, I bet big for college basketball. It's like my biggest sport that I bet like dollars. Steve's, so. Steve's face is terrible. I'm, I'm right so now. worried about you, Capper. 
I, I, I thought we had to come to Jesus moment on Monday. <laughs> All right, I'm not going right. to do the you know like over under on shots on goal for hockey. We're gonna move right to fucking fucking swack basketball. Let's go, baby. Well, listen, <laughs> the best bet in the entire world is match madness. Fucking every first half under. That's it. That's yeah. that's easy peasy. Fucking empty your entire account. Didn't you, did you do that last that's year? It. Okay, yeah, the last years. three years in a row. Yeah, I, I, I think that's trademarked by by SGPN. Yeah, yeah. yeah. literally it hasn't long. Good for you. I might tell you on that this year. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Listen. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think it was like what was it, twenty nine and seven last year. It was like thirty two and five the year before that. Like, yeah. yeah. First half unders all day. Blind bet. Don't give a shit. I will do the playing games too. They don't even count towards the total. And I think all the playing games. Hit yeah, I, I think lifetime it's like sixty percent or sixty six, sixty six. No, it's higher than that, dude. No, it's way higher. Like, than that. like uh, well, there, no, there's been some years where it's been like five hundred. Well, yeah. for, for the last three years, last three okay, years last year, I think all like to, all time since yeah. Ryan's been doing it, it's got to be at least like sixty six percent. It seems easy, like easy. every single year he just yeah, you, you know, you're doing good, so. and you get on them early too because right. People, yeah, get on early. There you go. All right. Well, Matt, thank you. Thanks for coming on our show. Uh, really happy to have it on board. You're putting out really great content yeah, for dude. us. You know, keep it up. So, yeah, uh, appreciate Gabbard, it. Guy, guy, anything else before we get out of here? Nope. That's it, baby. Fucking another week. Uh, three course rotation. I'll put out the CAD at some point after Cameron texts me, like, I don't know, fucking three or four times. And I'm like, all right, I'll send it. Uh, uh, but he, we got he's, a, he's in Vegas. So, uh, <laughs> oh, he might not, might not get those yeah, cards right. out. I know. I told him to clean his fingernails because he posted a picture and he had dirty fingernails. That's disgusting. Yeah, gross. That's, that's why I said it too. Okay. He's like, it was from handing all this, all this sports book cash. I was like, no, stop. Take a shower. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, but we got uh, the, the the odds for first round leaders aren't as bad as I thought they were. I think I, I think I think I got a couple winners in here that will definitely get chopped like they have the first the last two weeks. But either way, yeah, you're uh, nice other than that, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's all got literally all got. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, other than that, fucking uh, go read Matt and Steve's articles <laughs> at sportsgamingpodcast.com. You can find uh, Steve in the Discord. Uh, Matt's got to get in the golf Discord a little more. We got to get that channel a little more live like it used to be uh, back in the day on Slack. And, uh, yeah, Matt's hopefully we can get him in the college basketball Slack. Yeah, too. get me in that for um, sure. <laughs> the uh, degenerate central. Other than that, you know where to find me screaming about the Bruins and uh, golf bets uh, at Boston. Look out for other than that, go break them fucking books, baby. Let's go.